So you committed a felony once. Oh my God. I never committed a felony. What happened? So as some early listeners may have heard, there was a story told in which false information was shared. And I would like to clear that up. When I was 19, I was going to college in Florida. And as 19-year-olds do, I had a fake ID. Very crazy. But anyways, I was flying out of the Columbus airport to the Orlando airport to go back to school. And I had my fake ID stowed away in a back pocket of my wallet that was inside of a bag. And I was going through TSA and I got picked for one of the random searches. And I was like, well, that's fine because I don't have anything illegal on me. But these TSA officers took their jobs so seriously. They searched every pocket of every backpack and every pocket of my wallet. And they pulled out my real ID and my fake ID. And they looked at me and they said, why do you have two IDs? And it was so embarrassing because they knew why I had two IDs. So I had to look at the TSA officer and say, because that one is not real. However, I never tried to get through the airport with a fake ID. I was just caught with one on me. Very different stories. One is a felony and one is a little oopsie. But anyways, I got put in the bad girl corner. They brought over two cops. They were playing good cop, bad cop on me. Uh, One of them was like, this ID is super good. I wouldn't have known it's even fake. I bet it works really well for you. And the other cop was like, you know how illegal this is in Florida, right? You could have been arrested. And I was like about to cry and I didn't want to miss my flight. And then they took my ID. They put it in a photocopier. And all of these cops are walking around the airport with printed out pictures of my fake ID. And everyone could see me in the bad girl corner. And it was humiliating. And now I am flagged by TSA. However, I am 22 now. I no longer need a fake ID. And I will never fly through an airport with contraband ever again. But I did not commit a felony. Isn't it illegal to own a fake ID? Yeah, it's illegal, but it's not a felony. Okay. So when Zane originally, for the people who didn't listen immediately and and hear hear the uncut version, Zane told me that Kate went to an airport went through TSA and gave them her fake ID. And I Which would was, be a felony. I was flabbergasted. I was like, how is she not in jail? Like, I was like, that's amazing. Then I got some clarification on this um, beforehand. But yeah, for anyone who did hear that, because it was also on TikTok. Uh, there's the clarification. I was did also they- looking for a job at the time that Zane decided to publish that on all platforms. And I had to call him and tell him that he needed to take that down because not only was it not true, but he just put everywhere while I was searching for a job that I committed a felony. Nice. Uh, Did they take the ID or did you get it back? They took it. Shucks. How much did Did you you pay for it? Did you get a replacement fake? No, I did not get a replacement fake. Mine came with two in case one got taken. Hypothetically, if I had ever had a fake ID... Uh, hypothetically, it did get taken at a bar once, but hypothetically, I was a bitch and I asked for it back and they gave it back to me and then I left, <laughs> hypothetically. Uh, well, anyway, welcome back to Flashback, everyone, where we recap this month's episode, cover anything we miss and, you know, just cover Zane's blunders. 
We don't really have a lot of my blunders. We have an entire section about you getting things right and wrong. Actually, you know what? Speaking of blunders, here's one of my blunders. And this is not from this month's episode. But since I've been editing for the bloopers, I came across one that we have addressed previously. And I don't know if we addressed it on the pod or off pod. But I just want to make it very clear. In the episode where we're introduced to Hibs, I was confused about which character we were talking about. And I was saying that that actor played Meredith Grey's dad and was on Scandal. I was talking about the wrong person. I'm not an idiot. I'm just an idiot for a different reason. <laughs> just yes, want to clear ta- that you're up. You were talking about Frank Duckett. Yeah, sure. Anyway. The guy that Sawyer killed. Yeah, that's who I was talking about. I just don't pay attention and don't know people's names. So I've got some comments from the listeners. Ooh. Uh, Lockabout on Reddit. He sent me a lot of detailed thoughts about if the island is good or not. And the idea of was Boone truly a sacrifice the island demanded. He laid out his argument very well. However, it did have a lot of spoilers, so we will revisit that argument down the line. But he also did say he thinks it's hilarious when I mentioned spoilers in code, and I should keep doing it. I disagree, Lockabout. I disagree. Mel Allgood, who was the person that said they think of us as the siblings they never had, was kind enough to say that they are very much looking forward to the episode The Long Con. And they were able to correctly determine who Kate and I think sent Kate the letter in Born to Run. Our old friend Elizabeth, who we shouted out in the other 48 days, correctly figured out who Bug Eyes and Blondie are. And she said she's going to tell her friends to watch Lost so she can talk to them about it instead of just messaging us. But I was sure to tell her that she can always message us if she chooses to. Our buddy Josh Prime messaged us again saying... Here's some information. I am a little bit older than you guys. I want you to know what it was like when the series was en- or airing. They said three pieces of information that are quite interesting. Number one, Shannon's death was just an open secret. It was like spoiled, so everyone just knew about it. Sun and Jin's episodes were controversial because the flashbacks being in Korean got a lot of people annoyed because they were not used to reading TV. Which is insane to me because like... Squid Game was like the hit show last year. And that was just reading unless you watched dub, which wasn't as good. And lastly, he pointed out that Bernard being white actually was a twist. He said it was not something people saw back on TV a lot back then. And a lot of people were upset about Saeed and Shannon as well. That's so funny to me. Like, I understand that this show was created almost 20 years ago but to me to even be like oh back then like that's so weird to me i'm like it doesn't feel that long ago it was like it was when we were children like there weren't interracial couples on tv when we were children i, I mean really i guess not and again i was just watching lost i i don't know that's just so weird to me and lastly anna webster messaged us and said they enjoy the podcast but i need to stop spoiling the walking dead <laughs> Have you been spoiling The Walking Dead? I don't know. To be honest, I stopped watching the show a long time ago. I don't know what's a spoiler or not. I mean, I'll be honest, though. When someone's talking about a show that I'm watching, I will literally take anything as a spoiler. So I kind of get it. 
Even yeah, someone being like, oh, I like season four. I'm like, that's a spoiler. Don't tell me anything. <laughs> All right. That's not a spoiler, Anna. I've never watched Walking Dead. <laughs> All right. So let's go through each episode. If there's anything we want to talk about. I have notes. I hope you do. I have notes. All right. Starting with episode six, Abandoned. I want to revisit the conversation that we were having at the end about Sabrina being like the worst. Is that the stepmom? Yeah. Okay. So you were very mad at Adam. And you weren't as mad at Sabrina as I was, which caused me to yell a little bit and then you to get annoyed. Mm-hmm. listening back i stand by what i said i just don't think i said it that well so allow me to represent my argument do we have to yes okay i do believe adam is to blame but i'm not as mad at him as i am sabrina because one he's dead and two adam clearly supported shannon while he was alive that's why she was reliant on those checks And then the second he's dead, Sabrina is no longer supporting Shannon, which feels like a huge betrayal, in my opinion. If she truly loved Adam, she would support his flesh and blood the same way he was when he was alive. That, to me, would at least be honoring his memory. And then another thing I argued about was Sabrina should support Shannon on this internship dance thing. And you said, well, we don't know if this is something that she really wanted to do. And I said, she was an instructor and she got that internship. And you said, yeah, well, whatever. Kate, I talked to this to her about this. She supported my argument. Dance isn't just something that you do. Well, what I said was ballet is not something that you just do. I literally said that in the episode. I argued that. No, you said, well, how do you know she's going to stick to it? Because she didn't stick to interior design. I literally said that ballet, in my experience, is something that you do your whole life and you dedicate all your time to it. And I don't remember in what side I was arguing with that, but I said that. I was was saying that her getting the internship was like enough evidence that like she's dedicated to this. And you were like, well, she quit interior design. I think my argument was that if she did have other interests, that was unbelievable to me because in my experience with ballet and media, it's like when you're a ballerina, you're only a ballerina. Like, it doesn't make sense to me that she would be dedicated enough to ballet to get this internship, but like also have dabbled in interior design or dabbled in whatever. And I'll be honest, I don't even remember this argument, so I'm not going to be able to like properly back myself. So that's why I don't like they were bringing you back up. I'm just really rewording my argument because mom texted me saying that she sided with you. And I was like, well. Ah, uh, thank you. That's my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't remember the argument. But I will say that as far as the whole Sabrina thing, I see where you're coming with it. And I think for me, it lies in information that we do not have. And that is that, what's her dad's name? Adam? Adam. If Adam was just like, uh, irresponsible and just hadn't put the thought into like setting his daughter up if he died, then, you know, then maybe she does have kind of 
a responsibility to step up and take care of her. But if he did, and that's just what he did with his money is he left it to his wife. That's not her problem. That's what he did. I mean, yes, that is what he did. It is her problem. She is a bad person to cut off her stepdaughter. The only remaining relative of the man that she claimed to love. Yeah, I mean, I agree. But at the same time, it, a, a lot of responsibility lies with the dead guy. So I'm, yeah, uh, okay, but he's dead. I'm not going to yell at a dead right. guy. Right. Like I said, my position has not changed. And I don't even remember this argument. So I don't know what the point of bringing it back up is. That is the premise of this show. Yeah, but if there's more to add to it. Now, saying people, other people side with you versus with me, that's fine. But I don't want to rehash the argument because I'm still right. Where do you fall? I'm not going to lie. I didn't listen to the original <laughs> argument. What a shock. <laughs> <laughs> um, but from what I remember from the episode, I think I was mostly mad at Sabrina, honestly. But I just think I didn't think about it too much because Adam was dead. So in my opinion, he was just dead. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't I don't think you guys are wrong. I just think I'm thinking about it more deeply. Yeah, just, but I think also, like... Or deeper. If my mom died and gave all my money to my stepdad and he just, like, didn't help me with anything at all, I would be pissed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If I were in Shannon's position, I'd be like, fuck that bitch. She's a horrible person. I would not be blaming dead dad at all. Like, so, they're not, like, cutting me checks, but... They're also not kicking me off the phone plan or my car insurance, so can't complain about that either. Right. Moving on to the other 48 days. I got a couple notes here. First, did you ever figure out what that flashback scene was? No, I never did, but I do have a note. In this, in this episode, I said something along the lines of, when they get on the radio and they hear Boone on the other end and they're saying the flight number... And Ana Lucia's like, it's them. They know it because Goodwin knew it. And I said, how would Goodwin know the flight number? It's not like they're walking around saying the flight number. But literally right before that, Bernard had said that they turn on the radio once a day and try to call out. And I'm like, they probably were saying the flight number in front of him. So I'm wrong. And I heard that when I listened to the episode and I was like, oh, I should probably say that. <laughs> like he probably would know the flight number. That was mighty big of you. I know. Thank you. Editing Zane here. What Lauren's forgetting is that they found the radio just moments before Bernard and Ana Lucia decided to climb up the mountain. So Bernard never would have used it trying to call a mayday like he did when he picked up Boone's transmission. I still believe they probably said 815 in front of Goodwin at one point because that's just how the show works. But her reasoning is not correct. Okay, so when we recorded this episode, and even the week prior, when I told you it was going to be uh, a Tailey-centric episode, you were just miserable. You wanted the reunion. You did not care about this episode at all. Now that we are long past the reunion, just going back in your mind, because I know you didn't rewatch really the episode, can you appreciate this at all, this episode? I guess. I'm still not like, whoa, this episode, oh my god. Like... It was, it was fine. I understand the why we needed it. Only reason I ask is because Leah Robertson, who has messaged us and been on our Facebook page a couple times now, said that this was a top five episode for her easily. Hmm. And I remember 
you not liking it. And I don't think you liked it very much. I don't know. I don't think I disliked it, but it also wasn't a top five for me. I appreciate the episode for what it was. I don't necessarily would, I wouldn't put it in the top five either, but especially because it did kind of just like break up the pace of the season a little bit. Like a big thing happens with Shannon and then like we get away from that and then we get away from the hatch and everything. Also, it kind of felt like we were being told along the way what happened to the tailies. We didn't get like a lot of detail, but we could like kind of figure it out on our own. I don't know where you would put this episode specifically, because if you go any further, then it's just like, okay, we're really rehashing stuff that doesn't matter. And if you put it in before, you don't necessarily care about the tailies. So I feel like it is the best placement for it, but it's still just like a hard, like, it might have worked better as like a flashback episode. No, I think the purpose of it, the placement of it, all of that makes sense. All I'm saying is it's not my favorite episode and I wasn't excited about it. I do have a thought and it doesn't pertain to this episode, but it's just a random thought I had the other day and I think it'll, it'll fit best right here. I was I have no idea what I was doing when I had this thought, but I just was like a crazy twist that has not even been hinted at would be if there was someone else amongst the group that was an other undercover. Like, cause there was Goodwin, there was Ethan and they got caught. But what if there's someone else in the group that is an undercover other and they're just so good that we don't even know as the audience. And I'm just saying I have literally not even a single thing has happened that makes me think that's true but I kind of want it to be true because it'd be crazy. And then I started thinking, well, who could it be? Because we have centrics on all these people. So we've seen their backstory. We know they're not others. And I'm like, well, it's either got to be Steve. Is he dead? Is it Scott? Which one's dead? Scott's dead. Steve could be an undercover other or a Taylor because we've only gotten a couple backstories. Uh, so like, what's her face? Libby. Libby. Libby would be the only person. Yeah, you're right. Or Steve. He's or sketchy. Steve. Or just one of the other background extras. And I don't think this is a real thing, but I just randomly thought it the other day and I was like, that'd be cool. That'd be crazy. And lastly, listening to this episode, I mentioned when we were talking about Saeed and Ana Lucia being a ship, which actually before, Lauren ships Saeed and Ana Lucia. What do you think about that? That's pretty controversial. I said it'd be crazy. And at first I said it as a joke. Then the more I talked about it, I said, I actually would love it. I love like a toxic enemies to lovers situation. Uh, I do. You know, actually, I do like enemies to lovers. Right. Wouldn't you love that? And then killing former lover enemies to lovers. And I think that would be spicy. Exactly. It'd be so spicy. I actually need someone to write it. I need some fanfic. I'm sure someone has. Yeah. Like some Wattpad shit. I've never actually like read anything on Wattpad. I usually use archive of our own. I don't know what that is. I'm not a nerd. Anyway. Speaking of enemies to lovers and fan fiction in the episode, when we were talking about this ship, I mentioned the ship between, as I put it, She-Ra and Catch Fedora from She-Ra and the Princess of Power. I need to correct myself. 
since that episode, I have not only watched all of that show, but I have become a huge fan of it. Shira is Adora. Katra is the other person. Katra and Adora is the ship Katradora, not Shira and Katradora. So just want to clear that up in case there are any Shira fans out there. Well, thank God you cleared that up. Great show. Great show. <laughs> All right, moving on to Collision. I only have one note here. I specifically referenced flashbacks when we were talking about this. I referenced a crossword puzzle clue that foreshadows Locke and Echo's relationship. And you said, what's the clue? And I said, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, are you going to tell me it? The clue was Ekindu's friend, E-N-K-I-D-U. Okay. And the answer was Gilgamesh. Now, I've looked into this and I get it. But I can't talk about it because it would spoil the show. Oh. Well, I guess I'm going to have to stop studying for my English competency exam because I'm pretty sure there's something about that in there. Oh, so really? I'll just not I'll just settle for the, the B I'm at right now on that part of the test and not learn anything else. Well, about that. Maybe if you learn, you might pick up on it. I don't want to. I'd rather fail this test than get a spoiler. I'm just kidding. I, w- I wouldn't say it's that deep of a spoiler. Okay, it's fine. I'll tell you later if you care. I care so much. I can tell she really cares. <laughs> and lastly, what Kate did, the episode that just came out this week. I have a note. But first, I need you to remind me, like, anything about this episode. I did not listen to it this week. But in my note, like, I know... What happened, but I don't know why we were talking about this. Something about someone dying and moving on, like... Oh, you know what? I, Saeed and Kate talked at the at Shannon's grave, and he was all sad, and I was like, move on. It's been a month. Like, I'm okay. Alive. Okay, so it's that part. Zane said... I wrote, literally wrote this down. Zane says, talking about, like... Uh, Saeed still grieving over Shannon. Zane says, quote, it's been a month. I'm over it. And Kate, you just went, good to know. Like, really quiet. (laughs) In the moment, neither one of us addressed it. Like, I don't think we heard you say it. And we just, like, kept going. And But I caught it when I listened to it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so fucking funny. (laughs) He was like, it's been a month. I'm over it. She goes, good to know. (laughs) (laughs) In my defense, I don't think you would really wait that long either. What, if you died? Yeah. If to you died, on? if if he was murdered in front of you and then died in your arms. You, you, you think, think it would take less than a month to move on? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a TV show, guys. Yeah, but it had literally hadn't even been a month in the show. And and you said, I'm over it. He's not over it. It's not a TV show. It's you. It's literally you saying that. Yeah, I was I was over that part of the story. Mm, mm, okay. We've been getting some messages lately about how we talk about Kate. And since this is what Kate did, I thought this would be a good area to talk about. Leah Robertson DM'd us at one point and said, quote, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Specifically in reference to Kate, directed to Kate. (laughs) And then 
We also got a, a Facebook comment from her saying that she would love a discussion about how the hate for Kate is kind of rooted in misogyny. A lot of the hate for Kate stems from her not listening and being annoying, but if any male character acted the way she did, he'd be the rogue bad boy that doesn't give a shit about the rules. She said, maybe I'm just on the lost subreddit too much, which, yeah, I would just flee there, to be honest. And I'm definitely not calling y'all misogynist. I just think a little introspection on why Kate and Lauren have a tendency to call her annoying. I know she has bad habits, but they're all flawed. So I'm opening the floor to you guys. Thank you for your input, Leah. The first thing that comes to mind is the first male character that I can think of who I find annoying and who doesn't listen when they're told to do something is Charlie. And I have been not even a little bit kind towards Charlie. I have been... What's crazy to me is you said Charlie, and in my brain, I'm like, she's going to say Jack. (laughs) Well, Jack was the first person I thought of because I shit on Jack all the time. But she said specifically, oh, if a male character was doing this, they'd be the rogue bad boy. Well, Charlie tried to be the rogue bad boy, and instead he's an annoying little twit. So I'm going to use that to defend myself. Kate, I'll let you speak while I formulate more thoughts. Well, first and foremost, I am a hater first and a feminist second. Boom. I love it. And with that being said, I think Kate's character falls victim to 2000s writing, where I'm assuming it is mostly men in the writer's room who don't understand how women think and behave and act. So I think it's mostly the writer's fault because I think the little bit of background that we get on Kate is like this one episode where I did have a lot of sympathy for her, but I've also already formed my opinion that I hate her. So I was like, oh, that's horrible. I think you're a baddie for burning him up, but also I still don't like you. And then she continues to act the same way and not have any growth. But then you look at the male characters like Jack who I won't spoil anything, but you learn a lot more about him. You learn a lot more about Sawyer, characters who I also hated in the beginning, but I think getting to know them, and they were written by men who understand men, you come around on their characters a lot more. Unfortunately, I doubt there were a lot of female writers. There were not a lot of female directors. There were probably not a lot of female producers. So I think it was just a lack of female input. Put me in the writer's room, and I think Kate could have been a great character. Unfortunately, I was not in there. And so I have to resort to being a hater. I could not have said that better myself. I think, yeah, she nailed it. And the way I know I'm not a misogynist is because I liked Rory Gilmore. I said it. (laughs) (laughs) everybody hates Rory but I will stand up for my girl (laughs) you know honestly I never I had never had any negative feelings towards Rory and then all the TikTok everybody hates Rory Gilmore and I was like I haven't watched it in a while but I was like oh shit did I miss something am I stupid because we're feminists (laughs) now that being said you do hate Lorelai Gilmore with a passion I don't like bad mothers fair enough all right, different show. Different <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Kate said it really well. And I'm not going to pretend to be like a, the, a perfect feminist. I'd say 
maybe some of the stuff I say is rooted in internalized misogyny, but I think for the most part, yeah, I think she's just, we've talked about it before that there's not really well-written women on this show. And yeah, she could have been a really like strong woman with a good arc. And I have not finished the show, so I can't speak to the arc, but I trust what Kate's saying and I'm sure she's right. I think what it really sucks about Kate, and I was just talking about this on TikTok with some people commenting, by the way, we finally fit, hit 500 followers. So just wait for that Vincent-centric episode. It's going to be a long ways away based off of how long it's taken the bloopers to come out. But we were talking about female characters on Lost, and Kate was specifically mentioned. And I told this person, Kate's storyline went like this. Kate is told to stay. Kate doesn't stay. Kate loves Jack. Kate loves Locke, or Sawyer, not Locke, that'd be interesting. Kate loves Sawyer. Rinse, repeat for several episodes. So after a while, it can get a little annoying. But at the same time, I feel you two have been fairly critical of all the characters. And, you know, I love everyone, so I'll defend them all, even if I hate them like Charlie. You know what I will say? Um, this episode's not out yet, but there is an episode coming where I'm pretty shitty towards Claire. And I'll go ahead and say that's probably misogyny. I'll, I'll go with that one. I do just <laughs> call her an annoying, whiny little bitch the whole time. Yeah, that that one's probably just me being misogynist. Do you just not care that we're not at my apartment? No, I noticed. Was I supposed to say something? Yeah, we moved in together. No, you didn't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. You don't trust me after the Selena Gomez thing. Oh, you <laughs> did that? Yeah. <laughs> I I made a joke about that because her name was Alex Rousseau. And I was like, like the wizard from Wizards of Waverly Place. And he was like, oh, I never noticed that. And I was like, really? Because that was the first thing I thought when I heard her name was Alex Rousseau. Okay, I'm not going to lie. He posed it like a real quick bit. And I fully thought he was telling the truth i did not think about like any of the logistics of like how old she was at the time or anything i was like oh my god that's crazy (laughs) you're like this is the best quick bit yet i literally said that (laughs) they have a a latinx woman playing the descendant of a french woman i mean she's not french you don't know what her husband was french rousseau says that he was on the team with them so (laughs) Anyway, now for my favorite segment, Lauren's rights and Lauren's wrongs. And Lauren, honestly, it looks like you did pretty well. Mm -hmm. In Abandon, when I asked you what you think was going to happen with Charlie, you said that Claire was either going to find out or Locke would confront Charlie. And those are both kind of right. Don't remember saying that. Sure. In the other 48 days... I asked you what was going to happen next after Shannon died. And you said, Saeed is going to flip shit. And considering that the first thing he did was he pulled a gun on Anna, I would say you were right. However, you also said that Saeed is going to detain Anna when the exact opposite happened. But I got detained right. You did get the detainment right. You also ended the episode saying that Anna was pregnant, which you were right but you said it was a car accident that made her lose the baby. So I'm a genius. In episode eight, I asked you how you thought Anna was going to adjust to camp life, and you said not well. I'd say you're pretty accurate on that. Yeah, I think anyone would have got that. You also correctly got Locke and Echo's Man of Faith 
like thing going on. And I asked you who you thought he'd be most attached to. And you said Locke. I would say right now it's like equal footing between Locke and Charlie where we are. I wouldn't use the word attached. Have scenes together? Sure. Attached? Well, that's what I meant when I asked the question. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you meant like as people. No, like friendship. Uh, Like buddies. I then asked how you thought Jack was going to respond to finding out Michael or Walt was kidnapped by the others. And you made fun of Jack and you said, we're going to have to protect ourselves. Blah, 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 blah. And what did Jack try to do? I don't remember. Form an army. Mm. So I got it right? Yeah. Ah, okay, cool. I don't remember saying that or any of that story. Like, You also said that you thought the love triangle was going to be amped up and someone's got to kiss someone. And the following episode, Jack and Kate kissed. Yeah, I'm pissed about being right about that one. That's not who I wanted to kiss. I literally would have rather had Jack and Sawyer kiss than Jack and Kate. Someone write a fanfic about that. I'm sure it's out there. In fact, I know that there's pictures out there. It's caused some problems on Facebook. I did see that somebody made fan art of Jack and Sawyer kissing and got, like, banned from a lost Facebook page. And that's homophobic. I want to see those pictures. Yeah, send them to us. Yeah, if you have fan art of Jack and Sawyer kissing, please send them our way. We will not kick you out of anything. We will elect you... We'd really like like to see them. You could be executive producer of our podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Believe me, we just give that producer title out. Yeah. (laughs) Should we tell Lauren about what you did at work? Oh, at work? um, I'm still pretty new, and we just had two more new people join our team. So we did two truths and a lie. And I was like, I don't know what to say. And Zane was like, you should say for one of them, you produce and regularly guest star on a podcast. And I was like, would that be true or a lie? <laughs> because <laughs> I really produce it. But I did include it. And this girl called me out. She was like, well, I know that one's true because everybody in your generation is obsessed with podcasts. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you're not wrong. Aww. Well, are they all listening now? Do well, anybody listening, do you work with Kate? No one even asked me for the name of the podcast. I was offended. Nobody That's actually rude. I know. So. You recently shouted out some of your coworkers as like a test to see if they're still listening. Did they ever say anything? No. <laughs> Sometimes I mentioned it one time and one of them was like, oh, I really need to catch up. And I was like, that's nice of you to say. I know you're never going to listen to another episode ever again. That's fine. And lastly, some some business we have to take care of. Uh, this week, the draft happened for us. The the island draft. Mm-hmm. So far, we've only got one legitimate response on who has the best team. Jason Luke says, Zane with a strong group. However, I think Kate takes it. Woo! Zane Kate- tried to um, lie to me, and he showed me the Spotify poll for who had the best team and it showed Zane had 100% of the votes and then I looked closer and it was 100% of one vote and I said be so for real right now did you place that vote and you know what he said yes he did place that vote I didn't even know there was a Spotify poll I'm gonna go vote 
You can't. Why? Oh, because we, we share an account. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get Andrew to vote. He won't even know what he's voting for. Uh, guys, if you have not gone and watched our YouTube video, our one and only YouTube video of us doing the draft, please go watch it. Even if you've already listened to the episode, it is so good. Zane put a lot of hard work into it. I put a lot of hard work into it, and then there's like a point where you can see that hard work just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sent me, like, I won't spoil it, but he did something really cool. And I was like, are you going to do that again? He goes, absolutely not. That was so hard. I was like, what the fuck? You know what? If there, if I made a whole fan edit for Kate's team and only Kate's team, if people want it, I will do one for Lauren's team and my team as well. I want it. Okay, you're not enough. Uh, okay. I texted you about that. That's so I said, why did my team get a whole edit? And he said, because you were the only one that said a team. And I was like, what does that have to do with me getting a whole edit? You said a team. Yeah. I thought the edit was really good. I just wish I was you excited done it for the rest. next one. And then it yeah. was like, it was just you speaking. And I was like, what? <laughs> Well, I was so excited. Just, I do the A team again for Lauren and I? No, it could have just put Lauren's team. Yeah, because it was like you put A team, but you put Kate. You should have just put Lauren's team and Zane's team because I really wanted to see Vincent flopping through the waves. Come on. But do I Shut do it to the same boy. music or do I pick a different TV show to do? Oh, my God, dude. Get a, I don't know. Get creative. Do something. Anyway, you guys can need, find I'm that. I'm going to need some fan like demand for it before I do it. Not just YouTube. Okay. Everybody go bully Zane on YouTube. I'm not sure about their guidelines. Say mean stuff. Let's find out what YouTube guidelines are. And no, I'm just kidding. Be nice to us. Um, you can find us by searching Lauren gets lost on YouTube. I did it. It's pretty easy, but seriously, go subscribe to our YouTube, watch the one video and comment. If you think Zane should put more work into it, as far as the rest of the stuff, you guys know the deal. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Flashback. If you want to send us a question or a comment, please use the links to our socials and our episode description. Please join us on Tuesday for our regular show covering the 23rd Psalm. Please leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're using. And remember, they were not dead the whole time.